Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life Podcast. This is number 168 in the series, and thank you for supporting this one, man, and getting uh, to talk to the privateers each week. People really dig it, and uh, so, man, it's going well, people. Thank you to FXR for coming on board. Filthy Phil, Mike Brown, Chris Kiefer. Their motocross and off-road gear has become an industry standard among both amateur and pro ranks. The ever-evolving gear lines provide quality, durability at the same time, extreme comfort, no doubt FXR is the number one choice for so many riders, fxrracing.com. And also thanks to the folks at Racetech, Chris Blos, of course. Um, the Chaparral Honda team used Racetech as well. You know, Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross on it a few years ago. Racetech.com, Pulp21 is a code to save. They can do your motors, they can do your suspension, and they can at least service your suspension, uh, which is a big help uh, for, uh, for, for many of us out there. The man making those uh, door noises in the background is on the line with us. Uh, he is the newly announced Team Tedder rider for 2022. It is Benny Bloss. What's up, Benny? How are you, man? I'm doing great. How are you? Thanks for doing this. Appreciate it. So um, how's it going? How did this come about? Obviously, last year you rode for the Smart Top Honda team, and uh, now you're on Team Tedder riding a KTM, back on a KTM, which is a, a good thing for you, I think. We'll get into that. How did this come about for you? Um, I was just sitting on my couch watching Unadilla and I got a text from Matt Tedder and I was like super surprised because obviously I had a horrible year, right? So I'm not really expecting anyone to be hitting me up and he wanted to know if I was interested in talking more and we ended up talking more and it just kind of kept going over the next few weeks and months, I guess. And Ended up coming up with a deal in October, so um, super thankful. I really did not think I would be racing Supercross this year, so to be able to come away with a ride, and especially a good ride on a bike that I like a lot, mm -hmm. um, man, I'm just super thankful and happy and ready to get started. So did, have, have you had any interaction with Ted uh, Tedders um, beforehand? Like, did you, did you know them, or did you know Dakota, or, or like, how did this sort of sort of come together or was it was it a strange one for you too so i didn't i didn't really know dakota or them very well but it, before the 2020 season i was talking with them um like super heavily and just nothing really ever came of it we thought we were going to have a deal done and then it fell through and then honest so i was super shocked when i had got a text message from him right. i was just like this is weird like what is he texting me about and then just happened yeah. so uh so yeah, no, were you exciting. were you prepared to not race were you going to hang it up and join the family business was that a plan was that something that you were working on or were you going to be privateering it what would what would have been a plan if if uh tedder didn't text you so i didn't really have a plan i wanted to race really bad um, the, so there was a point last year during the season, I think it was, so it was Atlanta mm -hmm. and I think it was right after Atlanta too. I was dealing with my ankle injuries. I was riding horrible. Just things were not going well. Right. And I just remember being in my hotel room that night and I, I'm crying. I'm on the phone with my wife and I was like, this is it. Like I'm done racing supercross. My career is over. Like, yeah. I was pretty set that it was that it was done. I was done racing. Okay. And I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't know if I was going to work for my dad, if I was going to try to do something else. But then 
she was like, you have to wait till the end of the season. Then you can make a decision. Right. And at the final Salt Lake came up with the decision that I was going to do whatever it took to race. And so I had kind of scratched the whole working thing. And like I spent my summer at home, I moved, sold my house in Oklahoma. I moved back home to Missouri. Mm-hmm. Um, really enjoyed my summer with my family and got to ride a good little bit. And so I really enjoyed my summer. Um, and then it was like, okay, well, I'm going to try to put together a privateer program for supercross because mm-hmm. nobody wants to hire me. I don't blame them. I rode horrible. I didn't have good results. And I like went to Salt Lake city for some meetings with some people there. I was really thought that I had something good was going to come about and everything like fell through like the week before Tedder had texted me. Oh yeah. So okay. it was like for that whole week, I'm just like, this is, I'm back to probably not going to race. Cause I don't want to spend all my money and go broke, have no money, live in a van. Like, I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So, um, he had texted me and then it was like, from that moment, it was like, okay, I have to do whatever it takes to make sure this happens. And so I just kept calling him and mm-hmm. trying to keep in contact. And I talked to some other people that like were sponsors of the team that, you know, try to get them, see if maybe they could help the situation. And then and it ended up happening. Um, like I said, in the beginning of October and got here out to California, November 1st and started riding November 1st. And it's kind of like a whole, I did like a whole renovation of my life. I'm on a new team, a new bike. I moved to California for the whole supercross season. I'm on a new training program. Just everything is different. Right. This is my first off season as a dad. So I'm basically just doing everything I can now to mm-hmm. make sure that I'm successful this year and can continue to keep racing. Yeah, we'll get into last year in a little bit, but that's interesting. I was going to ask where you were going to base yourself, and you've been in Oklahoma for so long, sold the <clears> house <throat> there, and now you're in Cali. Is wife and uh, kid with you out there? Yes. Okay, yes. so yeah, so you're basically you're hunkered in now. This is it. Um, yeah, so we committed to a house, rented a house for six months. So yeah. right. Nice. So uh, now that team had Marty for a couple of years, um, mm-hmm. and we saw him. He almost made a podium. You know, he, he was fast at times, setting fast times. So the bike and the equipment can do it. You're back on a KTM. You feel better that way. I mean, you've been on a Husky. You've been on a KTM. Um, you like that bike better than you did the Honda? I do. Yeah, I do. I I just feel like the KTM fits me better than any other bike. Um, even like in the in the beginning of summer, I had bought a Cowie and I was riding that for a few weeks, and then I ended up selling the Cowie and I bought a KTM. So I was riding a KTM for most of the summer on my own. Mm-hmm. I just, I feel like the bike fits me the best and I've, my best results have been on a KTM and it, uh, it's really good. I'm riding a stock engine right now and it's still, it's really, really good. So, and do they, do they have things that could help you that, that they did with Marty that, you know, you'll eventually get to try and things like that. They have a platform. Yeah, I think, I, th- I think we've got some motor stuff showing up this week actually. And so we'll start doing that gonna hopefully be testing suspension next week or the week after that mm-hmm. um but i mean the starting point for them was a really good dirt bike so sure. um it makes it a lot easier to transition that's for sure 
Nice. And you're going to get some salary. You're back on fly. They're probably paying you a little bit of money. Uh, personal sponsors, uh, Tedder pays for the expenses and, and purse money contingency. That's where we're at. Correct. I'm yeah. back at fly, fly helmets and gear, and then 100% goggles and Alpine Star boots and pod knee braces. Nice. So. Yeah. So that, that that's how you'll make a living at it. That's how you'll go at it. Um, it's It's an interesting position. You've been on some big teams before. And I don't feel like Tedder is the, you know, they're putting pressure on you. They're looking for results, all that kind of stuff. A little bit more relaxed. And, and correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know um, Tedder that well. But a little bit more relaxed, and maybe that'll help things out a little bit. Yeah. I Obviously, we haven't raced yet, so I don't yeah. know what it'll be like. But um, so far, like, all the vibes that I'm getting and with talking from everyone that's been around the team, that works for the team, mm-hmm. it's like, they're mostly there because they enjoy the sport and yeah. they're there for the fun. Like they obviously want good results. Right. But yeah. it's not like, you know, I'm going to get threatened to get my dirt bike taken away. If I get <laughs> 17th place, like, yeah, you know, and I'm hard enough on myself if I don't do good. So right. it just, I don't really like it when it's, when you're getting screamed at, if, if you did okay in a moto, obviously if I do horrible, I don't, right. I deserve it, but um, I've had some questionable <laughs> moments like that in the past. So yeah, uh, yeah, it seems like it's going to be a really nice atmosphere, and um, I'm excited for Anaheim to see how it is. Well, you've certainly put in some good rides in Supercross here and there, uh, whether it was on the uh, the old KTM Rocky Mountain team, um, you know, or, or wherever over the years. You've you've definitely run the pace. We've seen you have the speed. Um, and yeah, the back on a KTM should be should be a good thing for you. Um, as far as last year goes, you know you, that whole team had a rough year. Your Moto Concept Smart Talk team, like nobody, you know, you'd had some great results with with uh, JB and Mal- Malcolm and Vince had done well and Justin Hill had done well, and then like it seemed over there last year, like nothing could go right for any of you, right? Like it was just a struggle. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely a struggle. It was like November went really good for everyone on the team. Uh And then, like, the beginning of December was going really well. And, like, Shane was absolutely ripping. Was he? Yeah. yeah. And then he ended up crashing, and he had, I think he hurt his back. And then the first round, Vince crashed, and he had, like, a lingering injury. And then I, like, I'm just going to be honest, I was straight up just horrible, really. There's no other way to put it. Um, I just wasn't riding good. And then, like, I started, I felt like I found some speed and I started riding better at Dallas. And then uh-huh. Dallas, too, I ended up crashing and I tore up my ankles. Yeah. Um, Brock was pretty good all year, but, you know, it's just everyone kind of struggled and it, it showed, that's for sure. And was it tough? Like you mentioned people yelling at you and stuff. I mean, I imagine Tony was uh, tough and Mike Genova. Like, you know, they, they hey, listen, I'm not, and I'm not bagging on them. They just – certain teams operate a certain way and other teams do not. Uh, so that probably – with nobody doing well, everyone was tense over there? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't, you know, too crazy bad. Yeah. Um, they were really not bad to be around. Um, and Tony was super helpful. You know, I know that they were frustrated. Yep. Especially, it was like 
okay, well, we're going to, we're going to turn it around sooner or later. Right. And it seemed like really, we never, we never really did that. Um, but you know, yeah, they took a chance on me and I was super thankful for it. And it was my fault. I didn't ride good. I didn't, I just, I don't know. It was bad. I just had a horrible year and I'm sure the other guys kind of felt the same way. And well, I definitely wish I could have, have it back and go at things a little differently, but you know, yeah. Um, was it a Honda thing too? Like, look, you're a big guy. You talked already about KTM. You have a lot of experience on the KTM uh, or a Husky or whatever. And the Honda is a smaller bike, nimble, you know, turns really sharp at aluminum frame. I mean, again, like, you you know, you're being cool on this podcast and saying, like, you didn't ride well and you rode horrible. So I'm not looking to, for you to tell me the excuse, but was it a little yeah. of the Honda too? You know, a little bit of that? I mean, I, I, I like the bike. Uh-huh. I just... I think I fought things with the bike a lot more than I probably should have. Mm-hmm. Um, I really struggled to get off the gate, which made it even worse for me. I, I think my best start was probably 17th place, <laughs> right. which is, that is not good. Yeah. You know, I don't need to tell you that, but, um, so like I was running really weird gearings because I was started trying to start in first gear. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, which was not good. So it was like on the track was I wasn't I wasn't a massive fan of the gearing, but it was like okay, well if I could get a good start, maybe yeah, you can work with it. Yeah. Yeah, but I just I don't know. I just like I said, I think I fit the KTM, and I think that that was a good bike last year. It was just. Mm-hmm. It was hard too because Vince was on the new bike and the new bike looked really good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, which was a little frustrating, but yeah. Um. Well, and then at some point, like you said, I remember because you know fantasy purposes, and obviously you're a buddy of mine, so I'm watching you. You you start riding a little better, or you start qualifying a little better, but then uh, ankle problems, or and then you can't practice during the week. I was hearing, I was hearing at one point you hadn't ridden uh, during the week for three weeks or something. You know, uh, and that that's no way to go. Yeah, no. So that was also kind of frustrating. So my wife, we had our baby in March. So basically the doctor was telling us, like, you can have your baby any time in February uh-huh. or March. Yep. And so, like, once the season started, I didn't want to be in California and her be in Oklahoma. And you know, she goes into labor, then yeah, it's like, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to miss my first child's birth. Right. So I was, I think after the second place that so after Indy, maybe we went, I went back to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And so I was in between the races in Oklahoma and they, I wasn't allowed to have like a team bike there mm-hmm. and, or team parts for a bike. I had bought a bike, but I didn't have anything for it. Like I didn't have suspension. I didn't have anything. And pretty much from, so it would have been from the first Houston race until Daytona. I did not practice one time other than, you know, the three practices on Saturday. And then I practiced like two days in California before Daytona and then, I think I probably, I did a photo shoot in California 
another time. And so I probably practiced four or five days the whole Supercross season. Just because you, you couldn't ride your stock bike? Like, it, what, just you couldn't get it going, dialed in type deal? Yeah, I just, couldn't, I just couldn't get it figured out on Supercross. Right. Uh, I rode it on outdoors a couple days, but it honestly, I did not. I wasn't a massive fan of it. And right. it just, it wasn't anything like what I was racing. So it was not super realistic. Uh, yeah. It's, but like, I'm a guy who's in the past, I've always ridden a lot. So it's like, it's hard to go from practicing three days a week in between races to not practicing at all. Yeah. Yeah. Geez. Um, but it is what it is. Yeah. That's, that's tough to, to show up and ride against the very best guys in the world. Right. That, that's a, that's a tough ask. But on the other hand, man, like, I don't know why they wouldn't send you a bike. I don't know the reasons behind that, but I also dude, this is your first child and it's your wife. And yeah, you want to be there like a hundred percent. Like, yeah, I get that too. So yeah, tough, tough situation. And then with the ankle, you weren't riding in with that either or later on. So geez. yeah, once, once that started, it was like, so that was Dallas two. So I missed Dallas two night show. I didn't race. And then, I didn't race Dallas three mm-hmm. and they were like, I think Vince had gotten hurt. And so it would have been just Brock riding. And it was like, whatever you got to do, you got to be at the races. So yeah. I'm like doing everything I can. I'm going to therapy every single day, trying to get my ankle better. And thankfully in between Dallas and Atlanta was like the weekend off. Uh-huh. So I had two weeks and it, uh, <laughs> it did not get much better. My ankles were pretty were pretty bad mm-hmm. and so i tried to race atlanta one i made like two laps of practice atlanta two i actually made the night show with like four laps in practice and then in the heat race i like jammed one of my ankles and so that was it and that was when i had like i had my breakdown in my hotel room yep. and then um it would have been Atlanta three. I actually got better. I made the main event and then I crashed in the loops on like the second lap and I pulled off. Yeah, that's rough, man. That is that that's not a very good memory uh, of that season. No, that's for sure. No. Uh, I want to thank the folks at firepower for coming on board. Firepower batteries, chains, and now they got oil. Of course, their chains are made in Japan. Their batteries are feather light, uh, Feather light lithium batteries and the oil is made by a leading OEM manufacturer from the ground up. Firepowerparts.com. The choice of privateers everywhere, uh, and they do support a lot of race teams and a lot of riders. So please check out firepowerparts.com. Also, thank you to Max's Tires, A Ray and Cade and Jace Kessler over there at the SGB uh, Honda team. Use Max's Tires, the MXSTs developed by Jeremy McGrath, uh, for sale now. And so please check that out. Light truck tires, mountain bike tires, dirt bike tires, Maxis.com. For more information, thank you to FXR and Race Tech. It's Benny Bloss on the Privateer Island Life podcast. Benny, whether it was last year or this year with Team Tedder, man, I really you you shine outdoors. Uh, there's no you, look, you've had some great Supercross stuff, but you've had some really good nationals over the years. It's a shame you can't do them. I'm sure you want to. Just these rides don't offer that opportunity, and there's there's it's really tough to privateer it with the purse money. So I get it. But damn it, Benny, I want to see you outdoors. <laughs> I want to I want to race outdoors. Um, I guess I'm basically the game plan is to just absolutely kill it in Supercross 
and then just try to convince Matt Tedder to be like, <laughs> we need right. to go racing outdoors. Yep. Just whatever, whatever I can do yep. um, to make it happen. Um, I also, I really want a career number. So like if I can have a good super, if I have like a really good supercross season this year, I will race outdoors. Yeah. However, I got to make it happen. Yeah. I'm going to race outdoors. I would hope so, man. That'd so. be awesome. Yeah, that would be great. Um, you, like I said, you've, you've, you've really shined outdoors. You've had some great rides. So, well, thank you. Yeah. Um, um, it would be great to find your way there somehow, some way get outdoors. Yeah. Uh, it's funny actually. So I'm training with Millsaps, so I'm doing everything with a Ray and Mumford and Derek Drake. Oh, I didn't know. I knew you were hanging out with those guys. I didn't know you were like part of the program. Yeah. So I started, I started that program November 1st. Well, this morning we were mountain biking and Carson was just, he was, he was really letting me have it with the trash talk. And he was like, dude, I will get on a, on a stock 450 on outdoors. I will smoke you. Oh, and wow. like, I'm getting wow. ready to come back. And like, even a Ray was like, I don't think you understand. <laughs> They've been pretty good outdoors. I, I don't, I don't think that. Yeah. This is a dude that's you know, run top five, a lot outdoors. <laughs> so. I kind of want to ride outdoors with him now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I heard he's riding really well right now. My sources tell me that Mumphy's on the gas on a Suzuki. Honestly, he looks really, really good. And yeah. So last year I rode the Honda track a lot and he rode the Honda track yep. a lot as well. And he was horrible in the whoops. Yep. Like yeah, absolutely yep. terrible. This year he's killing the whoops. Davey's got a bunch of whoops at the house mm -hmm. up in the desert and Carson looks really, really good in them. I think that this year would be a good year for him. I hope so. Yeah, that'd be good. I, I like Mumphy. He's a good dude for sure. Uh, what's, what's it like working with Davey? I've had him on the pulp show a bunch. I've known him for a long time. Uh, I love bugging the shit out of him here and there. Uh, he, and he's got a good sense of humor, but he's also a pretty smart guy when it comes to this kind of stuff. So what, 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 what's that been like? Uh, it's been nice. It's, yep. uh, like I said, I've been on, on the program for a month now. Mm -hmm. um, I've honestly never made so much progress in one month in my life, like of, in Supercross. Mm -hmm. uh, just with everything as far as off the bike and on the bike. Uh, he's changed my diet completely. It's been really hard, but it's also been really good for me. I've lost quite a bit of my summer weight and i'm currently lighter than i was at any point during the season last year and i'm still got more to go so nice. um, that's good that's nice and then uh on the bike the dude is just he was so skilled yeah. at riding a dirt bike yep and it's just nice to hear from him different things that i've heard in the past you know uh, i worked with some good trainers in the past yeah. and it's always nice to hear new things. Um, he's kind of, I've, he's changed my whoops as well. Like, I feel like I've always, that's always been a strong. Yeah. I feel like, the, yeah, the whoops uh, absolutely. Yeah. But it, it, it's not always been pretty. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, I can hit them fast, but I skip three or four here and there and that's not good. And so he's kind of made me slow down and stop try to stop that and try to get my technique to be like picture perfect mm -hmm. and then start speeding up. 
um, which has been nice. It's been hard. And especially with how big I am, it's like any movement forward or back drastically changes how my bike works. Upsets the bike. Yeah. Um, but I've seen a lot of improvements kind of everywhere on the track, which has been nice. Yep. I'm just really excited to go racing. I know we got another month, but it's, uh, things are going well. I'm going to come down and ride skyline with you guys. I was telling a Ray that. So I'm sounds like fun, but I will be on my e-bike. Yeah. 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 So I'm actually, I I need an e-bike. I thought you got one. I had got one and then what happened? So I, I, I bought one in uh, Salt Lake when we were that there. That was for it. Seven yeah, races. you bought a GT or something, didn't you? What'd you buy? No, I bought I bought a, a Specialized. Oh, okay, Trek. All right. So I bought a Specialized, like a used demo Specialized yep. at a dealership there, and then I did not ride it one time after I left Salt Lake. <laughs> right. Robbie, Robbie was like, if you're if you're gonna ride your e bike, you have to do double the ride and yeah. i'm like okay well i'm not gonna do that then yeah yeah <laughs> so i just never wrote it and i i sold it like two months ago and then okay well wow. davy's like oh well you you need to borrow an e-bike then for this this it's like i need to just get an e-bike so. yeah yeah just just work on that get a get a taser yeah i don't know yeah um yeah it, it's uh well that's good i didn't know you're working with davy that's really interesting to uh to hear you say that and and i think that'll go well I was looking at your results from this year, and you mentioned, you know, that at some point you were quitting and you were done. And then, you know, at Salt Lake, the final round, you got your best finish, tied your best finish of the year. Mm-hmm. If if that race doesn't go that way, do you still quit, or do you fact that you end the last the last two you actually did okay? And let's not forget, you almost got a podium in twenty twenty at a Salt mm-hmm. Lake. So obviously, you know, you like it up there. Uh, but uh, if if those two races don't go at least somewhat decent do you do you hang it up or is that was that a turning point where you're like i think i can still ride this stuff no honestly salt lake one like the result was okay but yep. i think i got lapped like three times okay <laughs> it was like super embarrassing to yep. be honest with you yeah um i had made the decision that i was gonna no matter what race friday night before the final round okay all right and then <laughs> the final round went a lot better. I actually, um, I, I tried to time the gate and I, sl- I slammed into the gate at the final race, I remember but that. Yeah. it happened. Yeah. Um, and then I, I don't know if, cause I hit the gate, it just kind of like loosened me up and I just rode better. I, right. I don't really know, but, right. um, it, uh, it worked out. It was weird that I tied my best finish that year, but also the, some guys had gotten hurt too, so yeah, true. Got to factor that in as well. Uh, thanks to the folks at FXR uh, for coming on board the podcast. The pro- choice of so many privateers out there, and Race Tech suspension pulp twenty one is a code to save with Race Tech. Get your suspension work at least. Get your oil changed, right, Benny? I mean, just these average guys—they don't even get their oil changed. Like, just get bushings <laughs> and oil changed, if anything. I mean, come on, everybody. Pulp twenty one code to save with Race Tech. Um, so uh, I know from talking, and your dad, by the way, your dad's just a just a beauty. Just he's, <laughs> he, he he you you know Jeff. I mean, come on, he's he's awesome, right? He seemed like a big hit in Salt Lake. He I had, was. He was. He was on your show or whatever, and I had a bunch of people like DMing me. Oh, love your dad. Oh, like- Jeff was just he was on fire. He's a social butterfly. Everything. So, anyways, my point is. 
is when I talk to your dad, especially last year, right, things aren't going well, he's just like, he needs to come work for me. He needs to come work for me. I tell him that all the time. He's not listening. He needs to come work for me. Um, is that is that something that he really says, like, in private? Like, it, it, if, if, if you know, you racing this year, was he – a little bit bummed or a little did he understand it or is that stuff he's just telling me just to to have fun and poke fun at you but it does seem like more than a few times benny he was telling me that you know you just need to hang it up and come work for me <laughs> honestly he act, he acts to me like he like he doesn't want me to work for him <laughs> okay all right there we go <laughs> like in the past a few years ago here i remember him telling me oh i want to retire soon right it's time for you to start doing this and then now I think he kind of sees that I have not a lot of interest in the business. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so he's like, I don't want you to do something that you yeah. don't like to do. Right. Um, but I, there was talk that I was like, we had talked about possibly like me starting to work for him mm-hmm. this summer. Yep. And then I just, it didn't, it didn't happen, but he definitely was not, my biggest supporter on racing again this year just because <laughs> yeah it's like he wants to see me make money and stuff which is i would like to make money as well but gotta do good to make money so um that's why i changed everything moved to california and yeah try to do good this year and then worry about that later yeah no i, I get it man it, like you can't go back to it like you got to make sure it's all out of your system before you hang it up you know, you just got to yeah, make sure. And, and you know what? I, I shouldn't. Okay, go ahead. I shouldn't say that he's wasn't the biggest supporter. I did. He has stepped up and helped me a lot this year. Right. Um, he just was just like, you got to really think about this and think if this is something that is the smartest idea. Right. So, but um, he's helping me with some, some stuff. My so. my love for Jeff could have something to do with you know he he's bought me a couple of steak dinners that could have something to do with it you know I, I don't know maybe not um, how did uh, obviously you worked with Robbie Renard for a long time um, mm-hmm. when you said hey I, I'm not coming back to Oklahoma selling a house and and now you're with Millsaps in California like uh, I'm sure you know he's a good guy he understands it was was that a hard conversation to have or was that okay I mean it wasn't too bad of a conversation but it, honestly it wasn't like I was. When I sold my house, I didn't sell my house because I was going to be done training there and I was going to go train somewhere else. It was more of my parents are building a new house and I had an opportunity to take over their house. Right. And the market was really good. And also at that time, I was not sure what my racing future was. So I was like, I'm just going to sell the house. And so I sold the house, moved back to Oklahoma. And then the Millsaps thing came up about like in October after I signed the tether deal. Mm-hmm. Um, then I was like trying to figure out what to do. And Robbie's in Oklahoma. I wasn't going to buy another house in Oklahoma there. Tether wanted me in California. So I figured I would work with a trainer out here. Yep. And uh, I still talk to him a good bit. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I, 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 that those conversations are always weird. I am in full uh, acceptance of riders jumping around to try to something new you know what i mean to listen to mm-hmm. you listen to robbie for a long time and he had he got you some good results by working with him but you know davy's a different voice a different reason all of that kind of stuff you know what i mean so um yeah yeah it um it's all great um hey by the way what is the over under of you running over to uh jericho who's now the crew chief for for parts <laughs> and help what, what are we what are we doing 
probably not likely. Okay. All right. I, uh, I, I, w- I want to be yeah. there for that conversation when you're like, hey, Jericho, <laughs> throw me, throw me a, a, you know, throw me a, a shock or something. I want to be there for that. No, I mean, I think we, we run the same suspension company, so. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. How- I, it's, it's nice to see him step up um, in the industry. Yeah. I will admit it. He, but he's really important my, now, right? Like, he's really important. Yeah, he, he has a, a pretty important job. He, I was a little irritated with him a few weeks ago, so the Chiefs played the Titans. Yep, yep. And the Titans just absolutely crushed the Chiefs. Right. Well, literally, I, it was probably two days later, I get this Amazon package. <laughs> and I'm like, what is I didn't order anything from Amazon. Mm-hmm. And it just says Bloss Family on it. Yeah. And I was like, this is weird. And it's a tighten up flag. Oh. <laughs> and I'm just like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. This guy. All right. Wow. Listen, I would I would have probably done that too, except my team absolutely shit the bed when they came time to play the Chiefs, you know? So Yeah. Um that didn't quite work That's out. That's standard for them though. Right, right. Um, are you worried about the Chiefs or do you feel like the mojo is back and you're fine? I think the mojo is back. Okay, all right, okay. Just checking there, it out. There there was a while. <laughs> Where I was just like, this is this is horrible. Right, right. Like, it's been a really fun past two to three years. Yeah, yeah, because they're good. But right. like, then it was just like, oh, and I had Mahomes on my fantasy team, so it was like, yep, this is just not going well. And then now it's like, okay, we're back. We're going. I, I was checking you on your concern level. Okay, yeah. Well, the rest of the AFC West teams are all crapping the bed as well. So mm-hmm. this is perfect for you guys. Just, just perfect. So, um. Can you – are you on tether for the the entire 2022 Supercross series? Has there been any talk of if someone comes calling, you can jump in or – No, is it, it, it's okay. 2022, the full season. Yep. And what was that conversation like trying to call up Max to grovel to get back with Fly? You know, how was that? <laughs> how did how, how, that work? It was not a hard conversation. Uh, I basically – so I've been I wish it with Jesse. Been. Oh. I've been dealing with Jesse and then it was like, okay, well then you got to talk to Max. So then I just called Max. I have a good relationship with him. And it's, uh, uh, I'm glad to be back with those guys. That's for sure. You've yeah. You've ridden for fly forever, right? Like, yeah, it's, 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 it's it's been, uh, it's been a long time. I wish he would have, you know, really grinded you down or really made you, you know, beg or (laughs) something that would have been, that would have been better. So, uh, Benny Boss on the FXR Racing Race Tech Suspension Privateer Island Life. Uh, Roost MX. Please check out the folks at Roost MX Pulp Nation section on their website uh, that you can get shirts from Pulp and, and, and different things. they got a 48-hour turnaround, custom graphics, custom stickers. They can make you pitch shirts. They can all do sorts of things. They can do you all sorts of things up, whatever you want. RoostMX.net. Use the code Pulp Nation to save with those guys. Also, thank you to Roost MX. And Namira Pistons. Since 2001, Namira has been supplying factory-level pistons and gaskets for every make and model, from two wheels to four. From weekend warriors to top riders, their advanced piston technology has increased range and performance and reliability without increasing your budget. Namira.com for more information. Thank you to Namira Pistons as well for bringing us uh, Benny Bloss here on the Privateer Island Live show. So, Benny, yeah, you know, it's been up and down career for you so far in the sport. Mm -hmm. Uh, Some real big highs. Um, you know, running podiums, uh, 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 getting some um, fast qualifying times. You've t- you've shown at times to have the thing that you can't teach, which is like this raw speed. But then, you know, you got the uh, injuries and, you know, we don't even want to talk about that summer that you and Jericho went out on. <laughs> We're not even going to talk about that. 
and, and different fill-in rides with the Rocky Mountain guys and then back to privateering it, that sort of stuff. Like, all of this, the, all of that stuff I just talk about, like, are you, I don't want to say happy, but are you, are you frustrated with the business? Are you, are you happy with what you've done so far and the things you've shown? Or are you like, like pissed off that it hasn't quite worked out where you've made it, been able to make a ton of money racing your motorcycles? Uh, uh, where are you at with your arc of your career? You know, it's not like I'm mad. Um, it's all in my control, really. It's, I am only going to make money if I do good and I am the person that has to do good. So if I don't, it's my fault. Um, I felt like I've had some good times like, Mm -hmm. um, Salt Lake 2020. I felt like it was a really good, like group of races for me. Um, and then immediately following that, we go into the summer with Jericho and, I think both of us were just at one point in the season. Like, why are we even doing this? <laughs> right. He, I, he was so, he would be getting so frustrated. And I felt so bad because it's like yeah. the stuff that was happening. What It's not like it was because he wasn't doing his job correctly. Yeah. Which I'm sure was hard for him. But either way, it was, you know, we're getting DNFs. So that was super tough. And then. It's just obviously my career hasn't gone exactly how I would want it to go, but mm-hmm. I can't go back to the past and change anything. So it's there's no reason to look back on it and get mad. Right. Um, I would. It's, it's just yeah. I would think at times you could sit back and be like, dude, um, you know, and look, you're you're not done by any means. Don't get me wrong. The, the, mm-hmm. uh, Marty had a great year, a couple of years with Tedder. You know, the team is capable of putting in good results. We've seen that. Weimer, uh, you know, those type of guys have had good results. So I'm not trying to, like, write this old bit on your career. So, But having said that, I think if you can look back, and at times, Benny, you can be like, dude, I was one of the top five riders, you know, fastest riders on the track at these particular days. I think that that's pretty satisfying. Uh, that and a five bucks will get you a Starbucks coffee. But I like, you know, it's still cool to say that, I guess. Yeah, no, I mean, it's definitely satisfying to say that. And I feel like I still have that in me, which is another thing pushing me um, to know, like, because I think it was the race that I got hurt last year. I had like the lap before I crashed, I had just jumped to like six on the board. Mm -hmm. And so I know that I still have the speed. It's just putting everything together and like I was telling my mechanic, I don't really know how I pulled this off, but I had a horrible year and I come out on a dirt bike. I get to ride a dirt bike that I absolutely love Yeah, and a good, I'm with a good team and good people. And it's, it's really pretty crazy to me when I think about it. Cause I, you know, like I said, I was to the point where I didn't think I was going to race and it was like, yeah. I didn't blame any person for not wanting to talk to me you know right right yeah you weren't sitting like, there I, like i'm entitled to this or that or whatever yeah no i didn't so when they had texted me it was just like like wow really like yeah absolutely yeah so uh but i feel like i've gotten my speed back the last couple of weeks as mm-hmm. well like it's getting better and better each time i ride mm-hmm. which is nice but um man if i could get back to some of those salt lake races if i could have the speed that I had there, it would be, it'd make the season a lot more fun for me. That's for sure. 
what's your goal for this year? Like, what are you thinking? Can you can you start getting into the top ten? Is that doable for you? I I definitely think that. Yep. Um, I actually have a friend here right now, and he was asking me what my goals were, and I. To be honest, I don't really want to set any specific goals at the start of the season other than I was thinking about it. And like last year at Houston one, I crashed and I didn't make the main the year before that I crashed. I didn't make the main. I don't like looking back on it. I have never raced a 450 opener main event. Yeah, that's weird for sure. Yeah. So Really, my main my goal is to just make the main event at the first race and go from there. What should be your pulp mix fantasy handicap? Do you feel the first round? I mean, I had a horrible year last year, so maybe you put me at like a fourteen. Yeah, twelve to fourteen, right? I feel like that's fair. You know, yeah. And then I'm gonna get good points, and then people will be happy with me. Yeah. Some yeah. of these people, man, with your fantasy. <laughs> I, <laughs> like, I apologize. <laughs> the messages that I get are just like, are you serious? Yeah, I bet, right? Well, you didn't have to pick me. Yeah, I didn't make it's you. It's your fault. I didn't make you. I, didn't, I, like, no, oh, no. I know last year that I think it was Atlanta where Cade had got in maybe Sexton's way. Yep. yep. I can't even imagine the messages that dude was getting over fantasy. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm it's sure. like I, I – don't do that well and then these people are telling me how horrible of a person i am and wishing bad on my family and it's like are you like what yeah 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 i apologize for all of that all of that <laughs> it makes it gets me it gets me fired up it's like i want to message them back and let them know how i feel right yeah it's not great right no i yeah. I, I know we uh we we it's a great thing sometimes but with the good comes some bad for sure um yeah well, thanks for doing this, man. FXR Racing, Race Tech Suspension. Uh, thanks to Maxis, Firepower, Namira, and Roost all on board with us. Um, by the way, you went from 37 to 73. I'm, I'm sure you're aware of that. Um, so that, that's a little bit of irony, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, weird. That's for sure. Right. Um, I think I like the way the 73 looks more than the 37. I, agree. I wasn't a big fan of the 37. Yep, yep. But I, uh, I think it looks good. I do. I agree, too. So there is that part of it. Um, but no, man, it's awesome to see you back. It's because, uh, you know, if you're back, that means Jeff will be around. So, you know what I mean? So that part, that, that's really good. Um, and he'll be doing some karate kicks to people's faces. So, you know, look forward to all that. <laughs> it's good stuff. Um, all right, man. Thanks for the time, Benny. Good luck with everything. I'm sure I'll be in touch. I'm going to come down and try to ride, pedal with you guys at one point uh, before, the, before the first of the year. So uh, Yeah, sounds good. Awesome. Thanks for your time. Thank you.